This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Piper Carter Podcast to hear the stories and thoughts of Piper Carter. Follow Piper Carter on Instagram at Piper Carter. Yeah, welcome back to the Piper Carter Podcast. That ended so quickly. <laughs> that is our artist of the week, Ego LMA. We're going to learn about her in a little bit. But I just wanted to um, welcome everyone to the Piper Carter Podcast. We are working on bringing you our podcast live weekly now uh, here on YouTube and other streaming channels. So I just wanted to say peace to my co-hosts, Deja, Brittany, Jaira. And this evening, we have the owner, founder, and uh, creator of Detroit is Different, Kari Way Frazier. So uh, welcome, y'all, to the Piper Carter Podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah, how are we doing today, Piper Carter people? <laughs> yeah. We are good, we are good tonight. <laughs> good, Thank good, you. good. Okay, that's what's up. Brittany, how you feeling? Good, sitting next to Jaira, who wasn't here last week, but has joined us. What's up, Jay? Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. What up, though? Yeah, so um, I guess normally how we start the podcast is we kind of learn about, you know, everyone's week uh, right before we jump into the topic. So there's so much going on uh, this week. Um, I'll just be honest and say I've been taking a lot of business classes and um, that's going pretty OK. So in between business classes, being back in the gym, I have been secretly watching 80s lifetime movies <laughs> <laughs> back to back um so yeah what you been up to deja i've just been resting i have prioritized rest for the past week um kind of broke it on like what sunday i think i went out to spotlight had a nice little drink the was, was there um it was pretty cool um it was a low-key crowd because it's getting cold outside mm. um but theo parish is there like every second sunday so that was a nice um just really nice night they have a new drink there called the b-side which is pretty good <laughs> this the straw is actually a cinnamon stick so that was fun that's dope mm-hmm. cool other than that i've just been resting and relaxing that's cool what about you Brittany? Um, I've been up to a little bit of everything. I would say uh, for rest, I've been watching a lot of NBA basketball, which has been, I think, one of the best seasons that I've seen in a long, long time. Like the East has about eight teams that are amazing. Uh, the West, the Golden State is back on top, which is interesting. You got temporarily. The, temporarily. You got the Lakers, Brian, in his, I think, what, 12th season, uh, playing like his second or third. Uh, so I've been having a great time watching the NBA season unfold. Um, the politics around uh, Kyrie versus Aaron Rodgers has been interesting. Um, so, yeah, uh, birthday was yesterday and it was cool. Hey, Happy, so birthday. Happy birthday. 32 in his joint. What? So, yeah. yeah so right. 32 rotations. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so. that's what's up. All right, pipe. 
Yeah. Um, what about you, Kari? What's your week been like since last week? Cool, cool. Everything was cool. Last week, um, I stepped out, I interviewed, and I actually posted it now, um, DJ Butter. So interviewing DJ Butter, uh, posted that. Also a GMAC interview on Detroit is Different and announced the 501c3 for Detroit is Different, specifically mm. for a lot of studio. That is why the 501c3 is coming to life that will be coming out. We're doing a Give November campaign. So November 30th through December 30th. Um, it's going to be a Give campaign. Hopefully we can raise another Cash App crowdfund to at least pay for the nonprofit paperwork. But along with paying for the nonprofit paperwork, you know, some money to start what a lot of studio will be for 2022. Okay, tell us a bit more about that um, donation campaign. Like, what is it? What is it about? What's it for? Okay, so I'm gonna do another. I did a cash app crowdfund before, uh, so that it could fund the a lot of studio outside concert podcast series, mm -hmm. and I want to do that again. Uh, to do that again, because I think we can get some grants and some other support. Now we're launching a 501c3, but to launch a 501c3 and I did it through my attorney attorneys, you know, it's a couple pennies you got to put together for that. So some of those pennies coming back at least and some money to start with the stage and other materials. We want to get a shipping container. We want to get more chairs and lawn furniture, a uh, bigger budget to pay staff, uh, you know, make our outdoor podcast concert experience even better this year coming up. It's going to take money with that money, hopefully uh, during Give Tuesday, which is November 30th mm. uh, through December 30th. Hopefully people bite in and uh, support us again. Uh, the other campaign was very successful. I hope this campaign is just as successful and we'll be doing a Detroit is different NFT for this too. So we're going to figure out ways to portion it and give out some NFT shares of what we're doing with some Detroit is different token for that as well. That's so exciting. Okay, tell us a little bit more about the um the NFT you're doing. Okay. So because the NFT is a non-fungible token, usually an NFT is built on just like one. Fungible meaning it's one. It's an original. It can only be one. Uh we're doing that a little bit different. We're going to segment off the token that is one and share it amongst many people, which I have a competitive advantage for that. Uh, my father, Greg Frazier, CPA, who's also a heck of a developer, uh, is big into smart contracts. Smart contracts are run under the same blockchain as NFTs. Uh, the blockchain for smart contracts is Ethereum. So for people wondering what the hell is you know, a blockchain is what an NFT is, is a non-fungible token is basically an original. It's a one piece, one piece to exist. So the NBA has a lot of these NFTs. So you can get an NFT of LeBron James dunking a basketball and people would say, OK, why would you want to buy that? Because you're an extreme LeBron James fan. That is why I think NFTs are sexy. It's just built really on people being extreme fans of what it is. Because, yeah, you can turn on a basketball game or go to YouTube and look at that same clip of LeBron James dunking the basketball. You could easily go to Detroit is Different and see the logo of the token that we're making. But... With the NFT, you own the digital copy, the original digital, not even copy, you own the original digital signature 
of whatever you're buying. So it could be a picture of the Mona Lisa or anything like that. It's important for Detroit is different to have this is because like how Detroit is different was one of the first that many people knew into the podcasting space around Detroit in 2014. I want to be one of the first into NFTs too. I think it fits the brand and it's going to be a way that we can turn social capital into digital currency. So it's a way that I'm thinking this through uh, something interesting and some of the people that will buy into this are just natural supporters of Detroit is different. And instead of like, um, you know, giving you all a, like a quote unquote piece of a tree or something like that, I think it kind of fits our brand a little bit more. That is why we're doing it. Uh, it's a lot of coding that will go into it. So if you are one of the people, I believe I'm gonna set that marker at $250. So if you give more than $250 and one of the first 31 people to do that, then you're going to get a portion of the Detroit is different NFT. Uh, you'll get your portion certificate, just like a stock certificate, uh, on March 13th. So 313 day, you'll get your token of the Detroit is different NFT. I love that. And uh, that is all going to be in-house. I'm going to have my friend Mike Willingham design what that token looks like and the image that you'll see if you can actually log into the Ethereum blockchain and know the code to do that, which I think most people will not. So you're probably going to log on to DetroitIsDifferent.com to see it. But you will have that. And also you're going to have a signature code uh, that my dad is going to design. This is completely different through coding. Uh, so this is unique because he's going to recode what is the usual encrypted key of an NFT. And for everybody listening, I know it sounds like I'm uh, Urkel making Stefan or whatever. It's not as uh, it's not as nerd based as you think. It's going to become real common the same way that in 2014, when I was doing this podcasting, people were like, what is that and why are you doing it? NFTs are becoming just as common and I want to make sure we can build some social capital out of that and turn it into digital currency. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'm excited. I'm going to get me one. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Me too. Mm-hmm. I, well, I welcome everybody that wants to give $250 and above. So, please. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, dope. so that's what's up. So, um, let's get right into the topic so we don't uh, waste people's time, if that's cool. Um, so, actually, um, you we talked a little bit about uh, this topic, if I'm not... No, did we? No, no. We, didn't, we didn't touch on it. Okay, so... Ever since, if I'm not mistaken, it might be the first or possibly even the second episode. But reoccurringly, this person has popped up on the podcast like multiple times for for various reasons. Um, mostly because, number one, um, he is Britney's favorite artist and favorite person. No, it's not. Um, but one of them for sure. <laughs> And because Kari used to love him, but then Hilarious. went on strike against him, I uh, think, was that five, four, three years ago? Yes. So I think it was like, yeah. When he made the Poopity Scoop song. Poopity Scoop. Fire. He, uh, Kari kicked oh him God. to the poops. <laughs> he kicked him to the curb I, I, at the Poopity Scoop. Uh, on this podcast, I denounced my... Uh, yeah. My ever listening yeah, to that man again. Exactly. Oh, and so um, then also too, um, you know, there were the various uh, iterations of antics that have taken place. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, I mean, the news, you know, if you haven't seen the drink champs 
parts one and two, you know, go over to the Drink Champs, uh, you know, YouTube, check out the podcast, check out the interview. Um, there's so much to say, but uh, I think, okay, let's do it this way. Brittany, hmm. you called me, I don't know, whatever, whatever day it came out a couple of weeks ago and you were like, have I heard the um, Kanye interview on Drink Champs? And I was like, no. And you were like, are you going to listen to it? I was like, Ugh. and you were like, come on, please listen to it. I said, OK, I'll listen to it. So I have my own opinion. I know Kari has his opinion, but just wanted to get you've listened to one and two. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to get like your take on like the whole thing just the whole interview by now i think people should have yeah at least heard it right mm-hmm. yeah it was it was one very entertaining right so just to add perspective we are all kind of like perfectly aligned as far as age so for me my freshman year of high school um excuse me my eighth grade year college dropout dropped my favorite kanye album is late registration my fanning for kanye goes as far as as far as music goes is um my deep dark twisted fantasy which is usually shortened um Kanye for me I'm a middle child when it comes to being a hip-hop fan so Kanye for me was the evolution of kind of the mainstream hip-hop of today right like a lot of people say he birthed a lot of of the talent that you know we talked about Travis Scott last week right he you know is one of the I say people that kind of influenced Travis Scott, the Drakes, you know what I mean? Uh, just sonically, as far as uh, controversial, you know, kind of I do what I want. So the Drink Champs episode for me was cool. I would have liked to see them, you know, critically, I would say I would have liked to hear Ye talk more about, you know, music just because he's added so much to the music, I'd say, uh how do I the music ecosystem just to say and I think that was one of my favorite parts of the you know of the drink champs is them talking about hip-hop and what it means to add to hip-hop and who has added to hip-hop um I thought again it was very entertaining I thought that of course it was controversial you know the way that he addressed certain things you know Big Sean John Legend um and I think that was all done based on you know you know, it being for entertainment and him wanting to respond to it based on him feeling slighted by the things that they said. Um, I think that there's consistency in Kanye West more than what people know, uh, even just from the message of him talking about his spirituality and, and, you know, how he views God and how he views Christianity and where it falls in his life. Right. I think it's very consistent. His first album not to be cliche, you know, he talks about Jesus walk, but even if you deep dive deep again to my favorite album, late registration, you know, he, to me has always been very consistent. Now albums after my deep, dark twisted fantasy is when you start to see some of his openness about his mental issues. Um, I think that to his point, you know, not everyone is going to think like us. I think some of the most talented people um, we haven't, in decades and years and centuries had an opportunity to get up and close with them. Right. Like we don't know. We, we are very, I think, uh, very 
some people will say fortunate or some people will say um, we're very close to the people that we like, you know, that are celebrities. Right. We get to see their movements. We get to see how they talk. We get to see how they walk. And so sometimes I think that we we forget that it's, it is just entertainment. I think sometimes we forget that these people um, have, you know, you know, music is his profession. So I think in all, it was a great interview. The second part was great. I thought it them discussing Larry Hoover, bringing attention to Larry Hoover, him giving uh, Larry Hoover's son the opportunity to speak was dope. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. It's entertainment. I don't think it's any more than that. I have opinions that I agree with Kanye on, and then there's things that I disagree with him on. And I definitely think that I wouldn't handle half the things that he does the way that he does them, but he's entitled to doing that. So that's So let's um, come back to you and talk about what you do and don't agree, but let's hear from Kari real quick. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> As the great Rick James said, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hilarious. <laughs> the man looks like he's, um, you know, um, all right, first off, I did not watch part two because part one was already so lengthy uh in some of what he said kind of like what britney said i think there was some merit in uh in his message uh merit meaning that i follow where he was coming from but then it also just due to the style of the interview uh, you know noriega didn't press him as much on some of the other things that he's done that you know he he hasn't really spoke on in so many years I, I do believe that drink champs as a platform for hip-hop and honoring what hip-hop is is uh is something you know helpful helpful for hip-hop but we still need to like dig a little bit deeper uh i do think mental health is something but drugs clearly in all of in my experience and like his rantings and his behavior uh more is going on you know um i had a fan that uh, or i was a fan of a music artist the same way that would that had some very odd and peculiar behavior as a child his name was michael jackson and as time went on, I was one of those people as a fan of Michael Jackson where it's like, well, you know, sometimes, you know, he never had a childhood or this or that or the other. But Michael Jackson needed someone to step in, I believe, sooner and and anchor him into reality. And we can get in semantics with mental health of what reality is and what reality ain't. But, you know. It, it 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 aligns itself with not just him, but so many other celebrities that are pulled many ways. I don't know how stable he was mentally even before this, but his infatuation with um, with aligning himself and wanting to align himself with these uh, these white men that books say are extremely wealthy and, and the impacts that they make. Um, it is it's kind of disturbing because it's such a uh, it's such a it he's already aligning himself in all of what he's pursuing and what he means and how he measures his role of success as something he will never be. So being that he's looking to align himself in success into something that he will never be, this creates a it, the 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 constant 
cycle of of psychosis a constant cycle of him being in a space where he feel like he'll never measure up where you're going to be needing to rely on uh the drugs and other things to just uh, disorient your reality because he's already disoriented his reality of what he sees success for himself being uh and looking up to people that in my mind in my opinion have been uh destructive to many people such as himself, many black people. You know, uh, Jeff Bezos's wealth comes from, well, not Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk's wealth comes from an apartheid-based family that, uh, that made money off of what now is referred to as blood diamonds, you know? So to align yourself with someone that, and, and look up to something like that. Uh, when we look at the way that uh, Amazon has exploited many communities to align yourself and look up to something like that. We under, we already understand the alignment between the Disney fortunes and uh, Disney's role in the uh, Third Reich and everything that Nazi Germany represented. Like, this is who he's looking up to and this is who he's honoring. And to be who he is and to be so creative, it's sad to see a black man look up to and honor these men just based on the whole idea and concept of these people having wealth. Okay. Oh my God. There's so much there. Um, what about you, Deja? Did you see one and two or did you see one or two? I only saw part one. Um, like Brittany said, I thought it was entertaining, but her and I had a conversation about this like last week where she called Kanye, or I'm sorry, yay, the underdog, where he always feels like he's the underdog in any situation. You can hear that in his music. You can see that in his interviews. Um, and after she said that, and she said that before I had a chance to watch the entire thing, and after watching it, I see that she was totally correct. Um, I never considered that view of Ye before, but it is really accurate. Um, I agree with Kari as well. I do think it's sad to see him align himself in um, spaces that don't suit the needs of our people or even humanitarian needs at that. Um, just a lot of weird things going on over there. That's all I'll say. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, okay. Everybody said so much, I guess. I mean, like for me, I'll just give my preliminary mm -hmm. thoughts. Um, it's like, I feel like in the interview, like there was never, he never like finished a train of thought. Like every like he never like almost completed any of his sentences. So it's like he was in his head the entire time and didn't ever like, not ever, but it, like in general, he would have a thought, he wouldn't complete the thought. And then because he's in his head, there's like an assumption and then he'd make a whole nother, you know, like statement. So I was like, okay, that's a thing. Um, yeah, I'm like, Nori, I feel like Nori's questions were like terrible. I feel like I appreciate that Nori has like a successful show. I'm really glad for him. But like for real, he sucks as an interviewer. Like, yeah, like he didn't really get to the heart of anything. Um, I don't think he was trying to. It just felt like a laid back conversation between homies. Yeah, that's what Drink Champs is. Yeah. yeah, I mean it is, but then at the same time it's also like that was the asking questions like so that cuz like there was a lot of like 
internal communication. So like if you're having a conversation like that's cool, but once you're like showing the conversation, you know what I mean? Once you're like sharing that conversation with your audience, then it seems as though you should clue the audience in to at least some of your you know uh what do you call that like, like in context. inside like your like some of your inside like communication or your your inside jokes or stuff that like only you and I would know but then if we're having a conversation here on the podcast that's stuff that you know if we're if we're sharing it then it's it's meant to be um it's meant to be um for public consumption so if I it's, get that, but you there's also an intimacy in seeing two people speak about something that's more intimate to them. It just makes you feel like they're bringing you into their their world, and then like you're catching up, and then you're getting those stories. But it was on Ye because he wasn't completing his thoughts, like you said, and Nori wasn't really pressing him. It was just a general laid back deal. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I just would prefer if Nori would have say like, okay, you didn't finish that thought. Like, go mm-hmm. ahead and finish that thought. Mm-hmm. Or it you all- were saying this, like, you know, go ahead and finish that. Or, you you know, and then the other thing, too, I think Nori, because he gets drunk or whatever, it's like then he forgets. So then and it's like he's having the that. conversation. Then it's like you miss like. like most of what could be said because then he is like lost or doesn't understand and it's just like I don't know for me sometimes it's difficult for me to watch Drink Champs for that reason like it's cool Mm -hmm. with a person who knows how to hold it maneuver that like a like a Dame Dash or Irv Gotti Uh they know how to you know, say what they for that reason, like what they cool need to say. A person who, knows oh my god, that. I hear myself. <laughs> we're we're playing with the technology now, so um, we could kind of hear what's going on as it's going on. So yeah, I think another thing is, um, I thought he was kind of creepy. Yay! Yes, I thought he was very creepy talking about Kim Kardashian. I feel like um, he kept saying, um you know, I don't care what people say. I don't care what she says. Like, she's my wife and she's going to always be my wife. And I was like, wow, that's like super creepy to me. Like, if she doesn't want to be with you, she's done with you or anyone. If a person is like, doesn't want to be in a, whether you're married or not married, if a person is like, okay, I don't want to be in a relation. I don't know. My personal take is like, you can't make, you can't say like, oh, well, you, took a vow so you have to be with me uh, i feel like that's super crazy. Think, um, that, that's why that gray area is there and yeah you can yeah they they still support so i don't yeah no i'm not talking about support or not support they have kids together like that i get she's just talking about claiming no, i'm I, saying like I, he's, I he's like oh i don't care she's my wife and she's gonna be my wife and i'm like whoa like I, that I possessive I, I thought he was saying and i could be wrong i thought he was saying that I, this is my only opportunity to shoot my shot no and i'm a sh- he literally said that though like he said no, no. he said he he was he was on some creepy stuff he was like i don't like she like basically his thing is like she i don't care what she say she's my wife and, uh, and he because he even said because I, I haven't that. signed the divorce papers and i'm not gonna sign the divorce papers he didn't say that go back and look he said that he hadn't signed them he didn't say that he wouldn't yeah that's the difference uh, go I, back I and think, look i think a couple listen, different it's things. creepy to me okay i could get I, I, right to possess I, I did get a vibe that 
I mean, it's so weird because it's like anytime a guy does something women don't like, it, it falls in toxic or creepy. But it was definitely odd the way he kept referring to Kim as his wife. That was odd. Just knowing so many of my friends that are married, they rarely refer to my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife. Uh, but the relationship itself, like all the relationships in that Kardashian family, mm-hmm. are odd. Agreed. You know, and I also don't think that being that uh, being Lord knows this this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. It, the way she's carried herself and the brand of promiscuity and uh, and sexuality and all of that, like his mental state, I don't know if he has the 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 character to deal with a lot of that. Uh, period. So, like her freedom. I, I, I don't know about her freedom, but I mean, it's not it's not her freedom. If anything, I think he's getting exploited by that family. If you if you know, if we want to truly look at the whole situation, like I think he's being exploited in a lot of ways by that whole like every black man that seems to have entered into connecting with that family have been exploited. Um, So. like, I mean, when we look at the strain of Lamar Odom to any of them dudes, you know, Tristan Thompson, uh, black men inter- interacting and dating a Kardashian usually is something that <laughs> is going to uh, leave you destitute and uh, harmed. So, whereas I, I, th- this may be part of the branding and maybe his fragile mental state is what attracted them together. But I do agree, Nori's. Nori's questioning and, and Nori isn't stupid. I think sometimes he hides behind the veil mm-hmm. of the of the drinking and the and the air horns, oh, you know, and everything. Like he's he he, he knows the realm, yeah, mm-hmm. of, yeah, of what's safe and what's not right. safe. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it this interview is being championed by a lot of people that Kanye knew with like uh like stir the pot. Like, I mean, him saying that, you know, he does anything that Democrats want him to do. It's like, you need to explicitly say, okay, why did you say Donald Trump is your father? You know, uh, <laughs> right. When you, you know, explicitly, mm-hmm. he didn't say that. He but said that though. He didn't go, not, go back. Was, okay. We want me to pull it up right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pull it up. And then, um, or, or, or father, did he say that, father figure? Did yeah, he say father that's, figure? That's what was the, he, okay. But, well, let, let's stop right there then. Yeah. Father figure is in the same zone as you're like a and father that, to me. But the, Why because, is Donald Trump a father figure? Because to you? you guys just stated it. Kanye doesn't speak in whole sentences. He speaks in certain thoughts. He's not a great speaker. So, in the context of what he was saying, which I would have never done, right? I don't think. I think what he was saying is, is that he thinks there was nothing wrong with there being a man in the White House still. As much as they say that, you know, as much as we do know that women can have just as a forceful and understanding nature of politics, right? It's still nothing wrong with a man being the lead of something. Then that, that and that I think it was a very extreme analogy to say he is kind of like a father figure in the way that, not a father figure to him, but he reminds him of a father figure in the sense that, okay, here's a guy who people tell, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that, right? And you still overcome those things. Okay, now, if I ever hit the witness stand, <laughs> damn, I want, I want Brittany to be my attorney. But for I mean, real. I'm just breaking uh, it down because we, we, okay, we missed okay, let's stop, certain let's points. Stop. Okay, yeah. but you're stretching. 
it, you're interpreting what he said. I'm, right. I'm taking right. what he said at the flat level. Yeah. He said Donald Trump mm-hmm. is a father figure to me. So I'm yeah, not, I'm I'm not, not gonna stretching. Interpret. I'm not, I'm not interpreting interpret what he said. Whether he thought, and then this was years into this was years into his presidency. So it wasn't like right after the campaign saying that. Look, I feel like he's a father figure because I support men, not women. It wasn't like Hillary just lost. This was yeah. years in. So can I make one statement? I think that. Um, I think that the reason and the purpose of Drink Champs was for it to be like a bro conversation because a lot of people feel like Kanye is completely out of touch and and uh, agreed to. I mean, if you feel that way, I understand. But he (laughs) I feel like a lot of people feel like he's out of touch. And in ways, of course, he's out of touch. Right. We all become out of touch when something is not in our reach. Okay, so. He's out. Let's just say he's out of touch. Right. So that interview was a purpose. Drink Champs is a homie. Let's reflect. Right. So let's remember that for people who don't know Drink Champs, Nore and Kanye know each other through Def Jam and Rockefeller in that time time period. Mm -hmm. So for the culture was huge for hip hop. Right. People who don't who don't really care to look at Kanye as an influence. They know that he says things off the wall. Right. It was monumental because it's the first time where Kanye is kind of going back in the space of where his beginning started, right? So it was just supposed to be Noray, right, saying at the beginning, here, we're going to give this to you because we feel like people have been very, very critical of you. But we want you to know that no matter what you say, how you do it, if we disagree with you, if we think you crazy, you still deserve your flowers for these reasons, right? Okay. I, I think in the same analogy, like I said, uh, I was a huge Michael. I'm still a Michael Jackson fan. Like, but his behavior as Michael Jackson, the the individual versus Michael Jackson the artist they're they're two totally different worlds agree yeah uh, for sure. and I'm one of those people that separate you know separate the two I think certain you have people to. don't yeah for safety um, and for sanity you have to separate so when we do separate right when we say okay these are two different people I do think that there's a lot I mean like Deja said I'm not I'm not I don't consider myself an underdog, but we all are underdogs in some contexts and some spaces that we go into. I think that's relatable. Right. So when you look at his whole when you streamline Kanye's whole career, the news uh, headlines, his whole career, he is not a likable person. Right. He's the person. Why do you have that pink book back on that? It's not hip hop. Why do you have that pink polo shirt? Why do you have a polo shirt on in general? Why are you sampling music right now when people are using heavy trap beats? Why are you using samples? Who are you? And, and I think who are your influence? Why, okay. Who is this? I Why are you hanging with Most Def? Let, Why are you hanging with Twilight by Clue? We don't like that. Well, right? he 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 came not, out with a quote. His, his, he his, came out with a quote today and said that he just used. He acted like a backpacker. He that was a that was a joke, right? That was sarcasm. That was okay. To and add well, to how that are joke. you? How because are you? You're not a you're not a yay fan, right? But it, it, so, at this point, he could say, so I, "Hey, I look, worship the devil," and you'd be like, "Well, look, you got to no, understand no, no, no. that no. the devil is just an analogy but I think, for going but, to the other side." But I, like, I can never point, get mad because this is the what y'all opinions, right? Are the same opinions of like everybody, right? Like no one. It's not about it opinion is. though. This is what I'm but saying. But Brittany, hold on a second. I'm not mad. I'm just it's not that, about opinion. It's just observation, right? I'm just okay, saying. So you want to talk about consistency? Just, Let's talk about consistency. But ever since the beginning of Ye's career in his music, his consistent message is: I don't respect you, and you're still going to support me. 
That's um, his. That's his consistent. I don't think message to his I, fans. I don't think that's what it. Go I back mean, and listen to all of his music. Okay, so let's that's a, that's let's a talk about thread. let's talk about college dropout. That's right? a common okay, thread. Let's so let's go to let's, let's talk albums. Go and college, when I get on, so I leave your ass for a white so girl. Let's talk, which he actually did. Okay, let's talk music then. Let's talk college dropout. Okay, Armenia. so let's talk. College Dropout, where that message lays, right? The first song of College Dropout, right? The introduction, right? Yeah. Where he's talking about, we wasn't supposed to make it by his 25. The joke's on you, we still alive, right? I don't hear that message in that music. Maybe not that line, but okay, I'm telling you right song. now. When okay, I that's say, the when first I, song. But listen, Brittany, I'm not going to go song for song in a whole pack. I'm telling you, a consistent message of his brand, if you go through his entire brand, all the way from I his... I see it. Okay, go back and listen. Late and I'm telling you, right, you know why he doesn't, you know why you don't see it? Because you love so, him roses, and you're blinded. Okay, so roses. You're blinded by the love. I'm telling so, you right now, his, that's you, a consistent message. I mean, is he why, doesn't care I, can about his fans. Can I have a pen? You can have an opinion, Brittany, but I'm just I'm just telling you, you can't. <laughs> not no everybody you thinks, not to. Nobody ever thinks that has that same observation what, as you guys. I, I mean, but I'm trying to use There's, the analogy with Michael Jackson because, like, I remember when I saw it was like uh, I think he did the with the with the Bashir interview, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. And then I saw him climbing trees, and I saw he brought a life size Incredible Hulk yep. and Spider Man, yep, to Caesar's Palace as like his place to stay for a month, and all my people was like, "Hey, this your man's." And I was like, ah, I don't, I can't, I can't. At this point, like, I, I was like, look, you don't understand, you know. I mean, if you ain't had no childhood, you want a life size Incredible Hawk and yo. I just think that even with and me yo, taking, uh, Las Vegas, I just uh, think it sucks that even when you try to say like I see things differently about Kanye, you are automatically a Kanye stand. And like, really, what I'm, I'm saying not, is, as like, a huge Michael Jackson stand, the the <laughs> I mean the the sad reality I think of both, and even Whitney Houston and so many other artists are people around them will exploit them to 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 no end, where they will allow of certain. Uh, inconsistency like help is needed now I do think that is some truth in what even what Piper said like part of his his own insecurities have been revealed in his music I think that's what it draws certain people in a lot of artists I, I, but I, what I'm saying is but they those artists aren't on the platform that he has I think so as very... he's gone further into that he still continued to be exploited and some some of his strains of consciousness and reality and how he plays with it and I... then in today's culture within trolling. I mean, all of this stuff is is kind of known for like clickbait. He he knows by going on this, it'll help uh what's the the Donda album or whatever? Yeah. It'll help the Donda album sales. It'll help the 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 whatever, you know, he knows by running for president and starting a church and and all you know, going to Wyoming, he knows all of this. So nothing... And even even coming out with the with the conversations about Drake and, and and Drake looking to sleep with his wife in his mind and and if he didn't and saying I, I approached him and me and him need to have a versus and I can't verse nobody like so, all of this is kind of into branding. And I think 50 cents does this. Takashi oh, yeah. 69 does this. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the baby has a whole stream of uh, doing, as they say, clout chasing behavior. But within this clout chasing behavior, if you fall too deep and you swim too far into it, you don't know what the difference between. I think the difference between reality. Mike, I do think the difference between Michael Jackson and Kanye is is that um, I do think that a lot of people algorithms I think that (laughs) I think that a lot of people um, haven't don't remember his body of work like Michael Jackson you can say what you want and we all can agree about it but you 
remember Thriller. You remember Off the Wall, right? To say that kind, to say that his music only reflects that, and you have a person that is very intimate with their with his music in the room, and that's the reason why I hold on to my fandom from that perspective. I think that's that's a little biased to say that. Like late registration and a lot of his albums are great albums that don't discuss his ego. Michael and Jackson's think, has great albums too. And so I, all I'm saying I just is, think Brittany if you go I back can't and even listen finish my sentence. I'm just saying you guys, if you go uh, back and listen, <laughs> then you will if you go back and listen if you listen, then you will see you're saying that, that it's I a haven't consistent listened. theme. You're you're silencing the fact that I am listening. No just because I'm I, just saying if you were to moving forward in the future sit down listen i've done that though so you're silencing not, me but you, doing that because you because i don't agree with what you're saying that's not what i'm saying i'm saying if you were to from this day forward go listen to the albums and i'm telling you there that he's been very consistent piper what about disrespecting his fans late, i'm talking about every project late, no piper late registration i cannot let you say that and think that that's a fact late registration does not this does if anything late registration brings his fans in more and makes him more relatable you have roses where he's in the hospital watching his aunt pass away and he's documenting it through a rap you have diamonds sierra leone where he exposes blood diamonds that is a powerful think, song. Okay, it's a powerful song. And you but have do you listen, but listen to the lyrics of the yeah, song. Piper, I can pull up the lyrics to Sierra Leone. Pull them up. Okay, let's pull them up. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, so while you're pulling that up, I'll just say, um, even in the in this in this Drink Champs interview, he like consist not not just this one, but consistently he contradicts himself. Yeah, because he's talking about. You know, um, you don't need money, and then look, talking about and then everything is capitalism to, to yeah. him. Every, everything to him is yeah. like just money, 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 and the only value that people have is money. Mm-hmm. All of his relationships are money. He dis he just talked about how he disrespected all of his so called friends on a group chat and told them I have more money than all of you, so I need to be the leader. Like it's just his value system is based on. You know, capitalism, material possessions. But then he wants to claim that he's a victim or he wants to claim that he's the underdog. He's but never we, been an underdog. But like he, ever. he really has, though. His whole story of rock, is, his whole story of him coming to Rockefeller is an underdog story. That's why college dropout. The end of the album is so important because you have family business. Right. You have him talking last call. One of the most powerful songs at that time. Right. Where he is discussing his whole story of becoming a rapper. Right. He was silenced with even in his own group. I I do. I do agree with you there. I do think that his 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 beginning. And then somebody said not Wendy Whitney in here. I do think his his beginning uh, things were different, but so much of the consciousness changed over time in that arc. I mean, he's very creative. He's very talented uh, as goes. I'm not even going to mention another guy from Chicago, but also got some other mental stuff going on with both of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm not being as dismissive in saying, that all his music is that, but obviously he's not centered. He's not grounded. He is something off with him. But part of what's so sad, I think about all entertainers, just looking at this in a macro, when something is off with you, the industry will exploit that yeah. and, and capitalize on it. And That's all I was saying within Whitney or any, the, the other guy from Chicago or whatever, yeah. like it will, it will see 
your proclivities. It yeah. will see your your challenges, your your mental health issues. And I really do think that the Kardashian family has a lot to do with this as well. And it will exploit that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, even the so so when you're in this weird distorted reality where people are you know giving you drugs to wake up and give you drugs to go to sleep and and having you go here and having you go there and I want to do this and you know what I'm saying hey I want to start a church tomorrow hell yeah we'll help you start a church hey I want to run for president yeah we'll help you run for president nobody's sitting around saying yo man uh, let's go to some grief counseling over your mom passing away especially those conditioning those, the conditions that were around that and I I'm not people, saying nobody did that yeah. but obviously it's enough people looking to capitalize and cash in yeah. on their relationship with whether it be Kanye and clothing, Kanye and music, Kanye and concerts or whatever. And they're allowing for him to fall further and further. Like, like I said, that's why I had the Michael Jackson analogy. But if he's telling you, if he's telling you that he's the boss, he's the, if he's telling you that he's a boss, he's the leader, he's the one. Right. And then, you know, uh, where's the room in that? If he tells you he doesn't respect you unless you have as much money as he does, right? And that's been, that's he said that like consistently. So if he doesn't, if he has no respect for you, but then he turns around and says, oh, you know, these people who are around you and keep their mouth shut, like they're industry plants. It's like, how can anyone you know, uh, work with you or for you and, and, and speak with you. Right. You're, you've already basically suggested that, you know, you don't respect what this person says because they don't make as much money as you. So I guess my only question to you guys is, is how do we view Kanye in the history books as a controversial rapper who was insane? Is that what, how are we labeling him? I mean, okay. I'm not, it's, I don't think I'm we need asking, to label. I, I'm asking you the, I don't think we need to put a label. on. I him. guess I'm asking what is the final thought on because I feel like we always not just we like I think it's very consistent that he's discussed in a very negative manner even if it's the truth because he's disgusting he has disgusting he has a disgusting personality that's my opinion now I'm giving my opinion and I'm judging he has a disgusting personality he doesn't he clearly doesn't care about humanity or people. I mean, he was on there talking about building community, but he's the least community minded person ever. Um, he's just basically told us that he doesn't respect anyone if they don't make as much money as he is. He's confused thinking that Elon Musk and all these people are his real friends. Like, I mean, just, you know, he I mean, the, he, there's countless examples of how he has already talked about people who he's had, you know, intimate relationships with, whether, you know, um, personal or whatever. And he completely, you know, um, mis misuses that relationship or just treats people terribly. And then he goes on songs and interviews and basically gloats about it. You know what I mean? And And that's my you know, opinion, you know, I don't have a positive opinion of Kanye and, and it's not, it's not, it's, it's just because of his uh, deplorable, uh, pun intended behavior. And I would say, I don't know how hip hop, this is what's so tough even about hip hop in general, that being a hip hop artist and being like clout chasing and controversial, especially in today's internet age, it's hard for me to even know what's reality and what's not reality. It very similar to his father figure. 
You like, like are saying? you going to give so, him your kids for his orphanage? So, well, let me put it like this. Or not your kids, but I would mean, you trust him I, to have I orphanage mean, but, for kids? But this is where, like, I guess I look at things maybe more inbound. I'm I'm still looking at it through the lens of a hip-hop artist as a person that loves hip-hop. And in the lens of a hip-hop artist, extreme odd behavior and antics, it, as long as you, I guess, don't talk about the LGBTQ community or the Jewish community, but if you're disrespectful to the black community or women or, uh, you know, especially other black men, I think, you know, not only is it in bounds, it probably will be uh, maybe your best marketing ploy just due to the way media comes around things like Kanye West. Uh, I mean, Donda, essentially, I'm not checking for his music but people say like it's more of like an uplifting spiritual kind of in the lens of a gospel album when the album dropped it came out but you know this album has picked up more heat with him saying that you know Big Sean was the worst decision he ever made and Talib Kweli is the worst rapper he ever heard like I'm, that it that those quotes alone was, I'm just saying like mm, I think so those are I, clickbait I look at yeah but I'm saying like that clickbait stuff and, 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 and the further you're willing to take that is kind of maybe the route. So I don't know if I look at any rapper and say to myself, are I, they grounded in reality? I, I, I think that, um, I think that's fair. I do, I do think that, you know, having seen, I, I don't look at him as despicable. I don't think he's uh, disgusting at all. I think that he is for sure um, misguided. I think that there's some things that he needs to, you know, deeply consider I think I see a lot of inconsistencies in what he does, but his music has uh, forever changed hip hop. Um, I think that uh, the controversy maybe is his fault. Right. I think it it could be uh, a lot of his I think it could be a lot of his, you know, his fault. But I think that I think that we allow we talk about white this and white that. I think that forever in a day, I think that, you know, the media, I think, has swayed uh, the way we view him. And I think that we uh, we talk about not bashing and we I think, again, for forever, his whole career, this is the type of, you know, whether it's deserved or not, the energy that he's received. And I think that I feel inclined to see it to him differently because I see most people don't view it that way, that I I appreciate uh, Piper and Kari's opinion on music like more than most people. And God knows Deja's opinion. But. I think it's also important for people to see and understand that have completely never will never dig into Kanye's catalog to understand how much of a genius he is for music. I think that even when you talk about fashion and him, him, him doing certain things inside of fashion that have never been done, you know, like he said, Yeezy is 100 percent on company, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's something important. I think that it is important you know, for black men to uplift other black men. And that's how I saw the the Drink Champs interview. I didn't I don't even like saying stuff like that, but I do think that it's important to see somebody who is considered a best friend of Elon Musk, even though I think a little bit of that is, you know, I don't agree with that or disagree with that. That's his life. That's who he surrounds himself around. But I think that it's important to see for people to see him come on a uh a podcast like Drink Champs, which is, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think it's mainstream. I think that, you know, if you see it in, there are a lot of things that he said about uh, that are controversial, like Piper, you said on the Nick Cannon show, he was repeating a lot of the stuff that Nick Cannon said that got, you know, Nick Cannon in trouble. Yeah. And it didn't blow up. Right. Because Drink Champs is not 
mainstream, right? So I thought it was cool. I thought yeah. it was cool for him. I will to- say this. He hasn't done... Like, that's the thing that kind of annoys me about him is he keeps saying that he's done stuff that no one else has done. Lots of black men, lots of black people have had their 100%, you know, own fashion company. Like, maybe he you know, is is a person that people might know. But there's a lot of people over history, over time, you know, Wooly Wear. Like, there's a lot of people who own... I'm like, Kanye on Sway. Own their company. How? Sway? Where, Sway? But I'm just I'm saying, just... like, people have owned their... It's like, lots of black people have owned their company. That's what I'm saying. The like, story of... But the story... Why he presents it is because there's a lot that go that goes on in the background in the way that he did it, right? I'm talking about from his perspective as a rapper, right? When we talk about S-Dots, when we talk about the G-Unit sneakers, when we talk about Jordans, right? We talk about shoes to the hip-hop community, not other black brands. We're talking about in his peer group, right? And what he has done with the relationships he has built as a rapper at Louis Vuitton, at Nike, him opening the doors for... Uh, directors, right? When you talk about what's the guy, older guy name, not Virgil. What's the old Dapper Dan, right? When did Dapper Dan get his deal at either Gucci or Louis Vuitton? I think was it three years, ago? years ago. Okay, all of that is has a lot to do with the Kanye West movement. And, that's and I'm where, not saying that Kanye and, West is the inventor and he's the best person, but when we talk about ensuring that you know, I don't think Kanye's gonna go down as a musically disgusting person. I think he's going to go down as a... a, Not musically disgusting. So I think it's important for us to separate certain things because I think the media only... You can. I'm not separating. No, that's fine. No, 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 that's fine. Because his music to me doesn't disgust me. His music doesn't disgust me at all. As a person that still separates, like I say, the other guy from Chicago... (laughs) <laughs> that's locked up for a long time. And I think he's a musical genius as well. Uh, and I try to separate, but it, it still becomes like, you know, now when you think of it, and, and definitely Kanye has no acts of uh, criminal acts like that in the same vein. I don't see what he does as disgusting, but I do think that like 50 cents, it's over egotistical. But everything 100% within hip hop is over egotistical. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like, I'm the first to do this. I'm the first to do that. <laughs> I'm the first. I mean, Cameron in an interview, I, I was this and I was that. You know, right. if I wasn't in the room, then, you know, uh, Jesus would have never, you know, gay, you know, been able to, to help the people. Like, it's it's hyperbole, but this is only a sign to me of also the people in your circle that allow you to live in that reality of hyperbole. Um, and, and these deals that he talks about, even with the whole house way, house way, house way, there are a lot of black brands, uh, over the years, other things like even the guy I looked up to Michael Jackson, Maurice Malone. Owned, Michael Jackson owned through, through catalogs and, and licensing. But Michael Jackson under, owned like, if y'all can like appreciate that. Of most publishing in music. I don't think he's disrespecting that. I think if, what, if anything, if you can respect that level of artistry and movement in a black community, you for sure have to respect Kanye's. But this is the disrespect that I would have in reference to that then. Because when you give yourself the way 50 Cent was like going back and forth with Tyler Perry the other day, when you put yourself on this high pedestal for your accomplishments, and I do think you should uh, definitely reflect and applaud what successes you have and reaching goals you set, mm-hmm. you Over the top are... For sure. What you're doing is you're being dismissive towards the other people that but, uh, that have made those steps. But the tough thing about it is through the lens of hip hop, 
hip hop is built on that. Hip hop is built on I'm better than everybody. I'm supposed to be the best. And that that mm-hmm. that lens of ego is kind of if as you drive deeper and further into that and you don't disconnect and sort of check back into reality, you're going to uh be allured into and, and and not be grounded in reality and and all of the stuff that he's doing he's acting as though it's him when yeah. in reality it's a lot of other business associates taking advantage of his brand but i think i think because you guys have tuned kanye out and hear a lot of the things i think you miss the points he makes that addresses that and that shows that that's not his that's not how that's not how he moves right so let's let's skip past we don't even have to skip past the fashion part, right? He addresses the Virgil, right? Do you guys know who, uh, what's the guy that does the Don C? You know who Don C is? Oh, his guy, yeah. That he right, thinks to manage him. Don C, right? Because Don C, no one knew who Don C was before. It's kind of like Rich and, and LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. So no one would know who Rich was, right? If it wasn't for Brian. But no, that's, that's, that's not true. No, okay, that's let not me, true. let me, okay, finish your and then I got a point, but continue. But when you say no one, okay, so let me, let me use my words. What I mean, yeah, when you say no one, you're talking about like who, like like an average housewife? What I'm saying, are you talking about people in the industry? So I apologize. What I mean is people in the industry, right? Rich, what I mean only by me even mentioning, bringing that up is, is that, the connection, right? Through me knowing, G- getting the deal at Village. It's because Piper said to G-Mac, I like the way she works. I think this will work out, right? So because I knew Piper, there were opportunities that were landed. Because I knew Kari, there were opportunities that okay. were landed for me for Piper. But, it doesn't mean that you made me. It doesn't but, mean that you're... But 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 it's but see, this is the difference when you're an artist yeah. and being exploited. Okay. Wait, In that wait, same wait. vein... So we listen, can appreciate Virgil, but wait. Kanye got exploited. What I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is when you're the artist is being exploited... Okay, do you know during the time of that reign of the artist that I loved and Michael Jackson, his father, his father was one of the biggest brands in all of music management throughout the 80s. But the minute that Michael Jackson took over ownership of Sony and Tony Uh, Mottola, mm -hmm. Tommy Mottola said, you know what? We ain't messing with this guy. Joe Jackson's stock went from being that guy that was moving, pulling moves for Oprah, uh, Quincy Jones, everybody in the industry. So what I'm saying is, I think the minute that Rich that that LeBron James retire, Rich Paul will have a lot less clients. The minute that Kanye West is no longer needed to be exploited by the machine, Don see, C won't be in the I mix. I don't see what it, I'm but saying, that's not, but I don't think that's ways happens like that and when i'm saying when you're a commodity that's being pulled on and exploited for your celebrity and they have done that often for black people since but see, i don't know the since thing Peg is, is that in satchmo <laughs> but, I, so but when, the thing is and that's why i'm glad piper corrected me rich is an intelligent smart it don't matter hear me, but hear me the point are. that i am making like people say the whole point of a person putting in a word for you and for it to be done the right way is that you truly have to stand on your work. You truly have to separate yourself. So so the only reason why I even bring this up is not to go deeper into exploitation. It's the fact that from Kanye, from 
Kari, from Piper, things are created. I get it. And you to that. ignore that is so, to me, is but, a borderline disrespect. But, but and that's what, what he's but doing. That's what Kanye is doing. I don't think right, that. I think we're having two different discussions. That's what Kanye right is doing. I, okay, now, now. I think we ignore. Point, my point is this the building of a community wait, when wait, we say wait. he. He's Brittany, not building Brittany. a community. He already has. He hasn't. And what he wants to do, right? He hasn't built a community. And what Kanye wants to do, he has built a community. He's not built a community. I think he has. But I think Brittany, that, yes. Brittany, hear me out. And what I'm saying, wait, 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 community Piper. What I'm saying is, when you're on that level where people can exploit and get money off of you on that on that form, what I'm saying, everything around you, you need to watch that damn Whitney Houston documentary. Everything around you, all of these people, it don't matter how good you are. Whitney Houston's mother is one of the greatest singers ever. Joe Jackson's still a hell of a manager. Joe Jackson was smart enough to be like, hey, yo, you so know where what I'm is saying? Kanye getting what exploited? I'm telling you is mm-hmm. not him. I'm trying to tell you, you can be around very talented people, give them opportunities, but the minute that the industry no longer needs you, but they've they never needed you him. out. What, they they've yes, already kicked they him out. Had, no, they oh my have God. not. He's he's one of the biggest draws right now. That's why through that's why negative, we're talking about ne- him. Through negative it doesn't com- matter. commentary. It doesn't they matter. Don't care. It doesn't matter. So wait, wait, negative wait, wait, wait. or positive, it's all the same. Can we back up a little bit? So we're saying that basically what I feel like is no matter what angle you try to say, okay, this is a positive. You guys are saying you're angling it to where it it the 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 pro you are only highlighting the cons of the situation. You're saying, no. okay, Virgil, yeah, Don C, but it's still not good because what he's I'm being exploited. Is, so, but let's what I'm talk about is, what it has done. It's not a solid connection. The solid connection comes. So, who from has a? More give me an example of a solid connection. On that level, it's damn near nobody because everybody right. around him is about usury okay. and not Don C and Virgil. But I'm talking about the people from Nike, and they'll sit and listen to you call them racist and oh and, yeah and whatever as long because as they, they like go up. as long as you. Tap dance as long for as that us, stock go up, it's cool. That's, Richard that's Pryor, good. Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. So is Dave cent. Chappelle doing the same thing? Then? Hell yes, yeah. They so all are. are. What are you guys? So what are you suggesting? So that what black, black people shouldn't be in mainstream media. No, at all? what I'm trying to say is that when you're black and you're in mainstream media and you don't have your own machine going running right. concurrently, so who has that? Oh, a lot of people. Brittany. So in mainstream, who has that? Who, wait, wait, wait. Has, let me let me understand. What's the question? So you guys are what? saying. So you guys are saying there's no one who predominantly is not being toyed by the machine, right? You're saying the only people who aren't toyed by the machine are people we don't highlight and and, and talk about enough, right? That's like, not what. That's not so what. So what saying. are you guys saying? Okay, I'll tell you what I'm saying. I'm saying that. Okay, I, I have three points. One point, I think. Um, number one. Uh, making everything an absolute like there is no you know like absolute right like you can't like you know we we like to put things in absolutes but that's only for sitcoms right right so it's only absolutes are you know it doesn't exist so i will say that you know um the he presents as though um he's you know poor kanye he can't you know be you know the billionaire that that can exploit everyone you know and uh you know he's you know he's uh everyone's trying to get him but what i what i would challenge you to think about is 
he is in a position to do all these deals because of his high, you know, what do you call that, cachet and his visibility and because people do... But the machine do, bought into him. He's, he's bought into, so Wait. he is able... Let me just finish. He is able to do these kinds of deals. And at the same time, the reason he keeps saying about uh, being a slave is because he only... He, he um, moves, you know, so that that's his... Um, that's his M.O. But I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, if you look at Little Brother, if you look at Ninth Wonder, if you look at I mean, there are countless, you know, examples of people who, you know, um, that are in uh, not just this industry, but also in the fashion industry. Uh, like I said, Maurice Malone, there are countless people. Now, Kanye would have you believe that they're not to be respected because they're not billionaires. But what I'm saying is if you own your brand, if you are doing business, like I would say, you know, overseas in, in the States, you know, um, you have, I mean, you know, they say in business, if you have a thousand supporters, you know what I mean? Loyal supporters that are keeping you, you know, um, functioning. Afloat. You know, in your in your brand, um, for me, you know, I just don't think that you have to be a billionaire in order to be respected. I feel like there's a whole ecosystem of people. There's seven billion people on the planet, and 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 there's there's a whole. That's why we have niches. There's a whole audience for like each person can develop their audience. So to just say that people are null and void because they're not. You know, because they don't have this relationship. You know what I mean? Like these same billionaire relationships. Like that's ridiculous. And, and let I me say this too. And let, and let me say this too. So when we talk about black artists, it's definitely happening to black artists, but it happens to white artists. Yeah. Britney Spears with her conservatorship. I mean, the way the industry exploited her. What I'm trying to say is the way the machine is set up. And when I say the machine, I'm talking about the attorneys, the managers, the agents, the venues, the promoters, the the publicists, the marketing teams, the the budgets, the way the machine is put up. It's almost like you can take any person, drop them in as a clock and it's going to run through the machine. But every time it runs through the machine, you're getting pulled one way and getting pulled the other way. They're suggesting that you should work with these people, work with those people. Yeah. And then you I, start saying, hey, I got a real successful friend. My friend is extremely smart and I'm not discrediting any of your friends. Your friends can be excellent and amazing but it doesn't matter that your friends are excellent and amazing it's that they're not a part of our family the same families that like that own my house the family that 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 my grandfather bought this house from the Wayne County Treasurer family still is in the space of the Wayne County Treasurer and that was in the 40s what I'm trying to say is this stuff is intergenerational. So to crack the code, like what he was trying to do to get into, quote unquote, what he considers high fashion, which is a big Mediterranean uh, connection to like, uh, you know, the, you know, Italy and all of that stuff, like Gucci and Dolce Gabbana and all of that stuff. The 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 families there, they'll look at you. They'll smile. They'll but bring think, over. They'll bring over Kanye West. They'll bring over Cardi B, and they'll be like, "Okay, this is cool." But, the same way back in the seventies, we had over Jimi Hendrix and, and 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 Janis Joplin. What I'm trying to say is, the machine itself is running you through the ringer, and running you say, through the ringer means you're popular now because we chose to put you there. And when they choose to cut him down, everyone associated with him will get cut down too. Okay, so this is what I'm saying is that I would hope and pray that because I'm associated with Piper, that people wouldn't be like, man, that girl just making pizza, like not realizing 
my path and my process of making the pizza and saying, because I'm related to Piper, I had the opportunity. And if I wasn't related to Piper, I wouldn't have the opportunity. So what I'm saying is, is that when we talk about exploitation and non nigga, you ain't the only nigga. You better shut up. You ain't the only nigga that did that. You ain't the only one. We move away from his process. He went to Japan and studied in Japan. He went, he took internships. He didn't ask for favors yet. Did he get those internships? So, I feel like that's investing in yourself when you use your resources, right? He didn't go over there and say, I just want to uh, sing at your daughter's birthday. I want to check. I want I, I want to be the 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 opening performer for one of the fashion shows. He said, I don't give me an unpaid internship. So what is negative about when So when we say you're not wrong, right? The exploitation on the machine is something that we can connect to, like you said, white and black artists. But when we always associate Kanye with, nigga, you ain't the only nigga that did that, or you being exploited, we skipping through the work that he definitely has put in. And it's disrespectful. That's not what sense. I'm saying, though. And but I'm guess. saying that but like he's you, disrespecting. My point is, he's disrespecting the work that other people have put in. I think that because he's of that, I think what other people I have think done. That, I think that we always, he's it seems seemingly when we address Kanye, not when I say we, me as a, the as as pop culture, right? As the, mm. as the person that has an opinion on the celebrityism, right? I mm. think we choose to find a way to keep him in a space where we don't want to ever highlight anything I have if I, I feel like if I asked y'all to say one thing positive about Kanye y'all lips would like shiver no I just said he's very talented with making music but when we talk about when so when we say oh uh you disrespect other people that came before you we're not even gonna we're not even gonna look at what you have done right I think I just don't look at things I, like I that think, I think I, I, don't, I don't feel is... like oh be, be, you know I don't feel like I have to say you don't have to but I think because no, 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 I said no, no, something not, negative I would, never, not, I would not... never ask you to do that but I think that there's a huge extremism on speaking negatively about people that we don't agree with. No, it's, it's not it's about like, that I don't it, agree it, with him. It, it's, it's that his personality is trash. His humanity that, is but, trash. Okay, We've never, classic, none of us have ever example, met him. But classic so I can't example. say so I like him or wait, don't We're, like we're speaking like, about his persona. Weird. Like 50 Cent's persona, he likes having the persona of a bully. Now, has he done some talented things? Is he is he making moves in certain things? Yeah, and I would applaud that. Just like but how because, people watch Power. But because... 50 cents push, pushes the bully brand and he always pushes that I'm the first to this mm -hmm. and I'm the first to that and, and, and I'm making more money his son and, publicly. and all of that I, it makes it harder to not want to ground him in reality but that's his brand they like being braggadocious they like being the grand poobah they like doing this it, the same way Drake's brand is a little bit different but part of their brand is 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 to welcome the quote unquote haters so let's talk because he he t hypes himself up and presents himself which only will lead you to say hey man you know it was Piper kind of somebody else that did this too before Piper you. downstairs says I, she thinks that I have a trauma of being wrong right I think, the, <laughs> I think and I think there's there's truth to that right I can accept that because when I'm like damn she said I'm like damn I think I do too I, I feel like Hilarious. I've always been in a space where I have thought differently That's and have seen I have seen <laughs> it is I have seen things I have always seen things differently than people and I think there's are, there are people in life who are needed to see things differently I'm not always gonna I see I see things very in yeah, depth but it, it doesn't mean that I'm right me. it doesn't mean I'm right so what I why, figure, why I, I say so so what I mean, <laughs> what I mean by saying that is I see all of the trauma y'all see. Right. But even with that being said, right, we can't when we talk about consistency and hypocrisy. Right. I think that is very important 
as as black people to either not address Kanye or uh, I think it's okay for us to be critical of him, right? Because you are in a spotlight. So when you're in a spotlight, it's okay for you to receive criticism. But I feel as if it's a, always been like a history of an extra tug because of how he views the world and how he sees the world, right? Okay. No, he, here's a, mine is because, because of the disrespectful stuff he says. And that, and that's think, my that's I my think, whole thing. He's think, been disrespectful. I think that it's important. His entire I think career. because so many people think like that in these in in, in a lot of these spaces, right? I don't know no one that doesn't have like a very similar opinion, right? About Kanye. I think it, it again it gets lost. Like why we've been talking about 40 minutes about Kanye, we haven't talked about Larry Hoover, right? Just like when Kanye went to the White House, he overshadowed himself, right? He doesn't want to talk about how it the, the conversation of Larry Hoover got dropped, right? He doesn't realize how that ego gets in the way of people understanding that his whole but purpose of going to the White House was to free Larry here, Hoover. It, no, wait, so let's wait. talk about Larry wait. Let's talk about Larry Hoover, right? His he says, right, that he felt inclined to help out with the Larry Hoover situation, right? And so I look at that as that was branding too. Yeah. Because that because and then Shaka Senghor is kind of connected to this too. Yeah. Even Kim Kardashian. It is a think tank, a Republican or conservative Republican-led think tank that was looking at different ways to specifically focus on targeting how can you uh, reach out to the, black men. Okay, so men wait, wait. So you wait, realize we're finish. a pawn in any party, no, right? No, let me let me I, I agree with you there so I, hey, we, wait, so wait 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 let me finish let me like finish Dave this Chappelle said, sometimes let me, you gotta put the let me finish short song let me finish and I guess that's where we differ because I'm not putting on me neither but I'm, I'm making a joke because <laughs> no I feel like I feel like I feel like we 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 don't put on the booty shorts but right? wait we, but we we are so on we say it's a Republican thing right but if you are a black person in America and you choose to be conservative uh, re, excuse me Republican or Democrat wherever you fall on the scale like you have to understand in my perspective but, that you are being exploited as well me, no matter me, where, so where me, you land so in the great your vote the, is being exploited in, period in, in the great uh so yeah in that in that let me land uh Letting me land, it's like that think tank was already being massaged and it was, it and was being packaged. It. And funded. And really, it, and Kim Kardashian was the brand. And then it was like, let's bring Kanye into this mix mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, we can act as if we're going to. It wasn't just Larry Hoover, it was a lot. It was Kodak yeah. Black, Larry Hoover, uh, Little Wayne, uh, Mary Kilpatrick. It was. It but was to a back that up, they had people names. on the street too, though. Yes, 100%. I know, but what I'm trying to say is, but that was a concerted effort. Yeah. Now, now. Can you but be the is a strong but down me, to a Democrat doing let, the same thing I, on let me, let me, Hey, hey, I felt the same way when Jay Z came and did a free concert with J Cole for Hillary. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. hear me out. So hear me out. But what I'm trying to say is, it's hard to give you credit for something when they're playing you like a pawn. Right. I can give credit to. I don't want him to have credit for it, but we're talking he's about. Not, he's not. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if they snatch you up, like, we need a face and we need a name. Kim Kardashian isn't here. Hey, ask your husband if he's free to come and then run by him. But we, hey, we are forgetting the connection of Chicago. Me, See what I'm saying? But hear me out, though. But if we they come to you. Connection. If they come to you. If they already package it and say, hey, who do you think you want to get out of jail? Are we, and like we you, say, are we factually saying, are we factual going on air and factually saying that the only reason why Kanye West is attached to the Larry Hoover, getting freeing Larry Hoover is because it was his wife's social justice work to free 
free black people. And that are, wasn't are, even are we his saying that? wife's social justice work. So it we are saying that that's a fact. think tank that intentionally and that's a fact. wanted, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't it's, know if that's It's a black fact. folks from Detroit that was a part of that. Okay. Yes. So, so it's a think tank that was intentionally used to sway this. And it's a sleight of hand. Now, does this happen on the Democratic side of the game? Of course. All the goddamn time. But yeah. like so, with, we again, didn't, we're not going to get to the infrastructure bill, but the infrastructure bill is happening in that same See, we're vein. discussing right. the politics of this, but we're not really presenting the fact so that... So I wait, can't give you credit. We are... Di- no, wait, I, I, gotta, I, I gotta cut you off. Because I can't give you credit for something. I don't want credit. I can't give him credit I don't for want him something to have credit. when they playing him like a pawn. When the they point, basically said, hey, who do you want to free? The and point like, that I'm making... We don't give a damn about freeing any of these so Negroes. So the point right. that I'm making is, is that behind all that, like Piper just said, there are real p- people on the ground who are really trying and have been trying to free a seven year old Larry Hoover who has multiple life sentences. That is a fact, right? So when we seventy one. So when we start to say this is part of the system, this is an agenda, right? It may be, but it is still a fact that this man is still in jail, right? Yes, and okay, even more so reason why, why we, we discuss- can play you like that. So wait, so why are we discussing Kanye being played instead of saying, what can we do to free our people? Well, you were the one that brought up, why don't he get credit for the Larry Hoover thing? I never said said that. That's why I'm not giving him credit for that. No, 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 no. I said we have been discussing Kanye West for an hour, and we have not discussed the piece about him mentioning Uh, freeing Larry Hoover. Right. Well, well, Larry Hoover's son said that the best way to support them, when Nori asked how can we support, he said just follow the Larry Hoover Project on Instagram. And they don't have um, a way for you to support right now. Right. He said, oh, he said he basically said we might put up a petition, but right now we're putting together our legal team. So they don't have a way for you to plug in at this moment. But they said, just keep checking the Instagram. So if you're trying to help that project specifically, then keep checking the Larry Hoover project Instagram. That's what you can do for that. Or just even discussing. Do you guys feel as if Larry Hoover should still be in jail? I don't believe in prisons. I don't believe in police and I don't believe in prisons. I keep saying that. Um, So I don't believe anybody should be locked up or in prison. Do you think that Larry Hoover having three life sentences is fair? Fair. I mean, I don't believe in the I don't believe in the criminal injustice system. There's no fair in this system. My point. Exactly. So. I think that for this show, right, I think those are the things, not even just this show, for people to understand, like, okay, it's okay for us to discuss the 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 things we don't like about a particular artist. But it's also not okay to just skip and choose to not discuss all the things that an artist is bringing to the table. And what I can I'm tell saying you is how he's many not bringing people, that to the table because the think tank brought that to him. Tom, and he said... But listen, listen, wait, wait, wait. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is that that. no matter what, no matter what you say or no matter what Piper says, right? The Yeezy brand, right? The Yeezy brand, as far as black shoe, about a black man having a shoe that people are wearing. I'm talking about like it's a Timberland. 
right? That is breaking down a door and has our, has broken down a door, even if the door was already open before Kanye, right? Michael Jordan it's still, did that. It's, but, he's, but it's still the fact that there's another person who's adding to that. Okay. He's adding to that. So to say, okay, you, you, you can, we can say all what we're saying today, right? But the fact that people watch Drink Champs that have never heard of Larry Hoover are looking Larry Hoover up because that is the domino effect of the world we live in is the more you do name drop, the more that you do bring things up, right? Two or three years from now, to say that that wasn't an instrumental move, we won't, we will never know, but I guarantee you it will be, right? So those are the things when I say, I don't think he's disgusting. I think that, I don't even think that the way that he uses media is always just selfish and egotistical. I think that it's important for us to, when we paint a picture, especially of a black character, for our own benefit that we paint it fully. I'm not saying give somebody roses. I'm not saying I'm not saying um say find something positive. I say lay it flat. And laying it flat is not saying that this man hasn't done anything significant for hip hop. Nobody said that. But you, you nobody did, said that he didn't do anything didn't significant say it at all. You didn't say I, it at I'm all. I'm not going to. See, I'm not. But you going just said we say, didn't say that. But and you didn't say it. Yeah, but I but I didn't say that he's never done anything significant for hip hop. But I don't feel that a person with his personality and how terrible he's talked about people that that care about him i mean just for marketing or whatever purposes or the way he's the way he has presented you know himself his brand what he talks about for me kanye is negative like consi- I think th- him, that is consistent he's I think been him consistent taking his childhood home and having a foundation which everyone can relate to like him speaking and naming his album donda like i think that that is very positive i see a black man who cherishes and appreciates his relationship with his mother knowing that she was a huge foundation to his mental health and he discusses that so when we say he's discussing yes, towards people and we possibly. skip that that is not fair that it's, is huge and that's what I'm I've saying never like, seen, I don't believe I've in never, fair I've never seen I don't believe in fair I'm not like to, oh we have to be fair to Kanye I don't think I, that I, at I, all I'm not going to be fair I think to him as, have to as be terrible factual, as he is he has to be we have as to be terrible factual. as he is to people I'm, when you talk about lay it flat out I'm laying it flat out as terrible as he is to people i'm laying that flat out and no i'm not going to be fair to kanye and try to be no, kind to him at all. I just because think he's a be, black man I, I say being no dis- i'm not doing that disgusting is not factual that's opinion based no okay. that's especially not opinion especially when you don't know that's a person not opinion. i'm talking about what he's shown and, um, he he has shown he has shown disgusting behavior donda is not disgusting behavior Chicago, okay you sh- can you can talk in, about that donda uh, whatever like mentioning larry hoover is not disgusting having having three and four mm. albums of bridging a gap between when hip-hop was so divided right telling telling hip-hop you don't have to be divided hip-hop is hip-hop let's not forget the influences of hip-hop let's not forget jay dilla Let's not forget Ninth Wonder. But lots of Let's people not, have done that. That's but, what I'm saying. But He's it's not different. The only it's one. different when you have the mainstream. When you're used as a pawn and you bring these things up, it's a different influence. I just don't buy his Kool Aid. I don't drink his Kool Aid. I ain't drinking okay. it either. Now, now I would say, I would say, like I say, the Larry Hoover thing. I think he's because it was given to him to 
put in front of people it's it's like and that's that's where i'm saying like i can't really give him credit for that as far as music yeah musically he's extremely talented uh if it's making some beats and things like that or production and he even he even said don't call me a hip-hop artist because then he say calling me a rapper or a hip-hop artist yeah. is true. Like calling a rapper is rapper. Nigger. I, I know for a fact when people call rappers rappers they're being they're saying nigger look at that rapper <laughs> look at that rapper even 50 cents well, that's what they say anything but <laughs> That's guy. the point that yeah. he's making, though. That but so but they're still calling you nigger, even if they say, "Look at that black guy wearing a hat." Agree, I yeah. agree if with that, you. But if that's but, what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But we're still taking his words and not. You see what I'm saying? We. You're saying that that's any word, right? But he was yeah. saying, I'm saying if you if so your we're sentiment still, is still, nigger, we're still if, if not, your sentiment is nigger, right? If that's your sentiment, it doesn't matter what you say. Then it, you could say. Yeah. So what's that, wrong with that, him calling that, that, that guy, that fine gentleman, that there? Logic, you could mean the same thing. With that logic, what is wrong with him saying that? Saying what? I that mean, rapper means I, that I they're was, calling you nigger. Wait, wait, but Brittany, my point Brittany, is, you're, why you're, you're does he need to? My thing is, why does he need to? Um, like put it on oh if you use the word rapper that you're saying nigger anybody that has the sentiment you feel me like the the whole thing is like putting it on like oh if you say rapper it's nigger if you say urban it's nigger if you say that but that's because at the end of the day what what people are not talking about is the reason he's an extreme capitalist somebody wrote this on my profile was so profound thank you for whoever wrote this to my crypto comment it's because people including kanye are in a race to be the next oppressor he would love to be your oppressor and all of his behavior has shown me that his goal is to replace your oppressor so all the capitalism the freaking yeezy shoe like he wants to take your kids and put them in his orphanage right like i'm saying like but who's see, gonna give Kanye their, their, their the, the 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 children no please don't no, give him the children i don't i don't think he's no. gonna end up with custody of his kids so Maybe difficult. I, I, that's that's all fine and dandy, but I think it's fair for me to be on the other end and say I think there's more to the Kanye story than what you're saying. It will. I, I mean, I, I I guess this is where that's I, all I'm I saying. I ain't I, a stan. I'm like you can I, label me what you want, but I'm not a stan. I'm just again. You are definitely I, a supporter. I, I, I am not <laughs> a strong you supporter. A supporter. A strong so you, supporter. I think y'all are strong <laughs> haters. I, I feel. I, I am. I, if, I, if you am. Think, I, I don't think am. I'm a hater. I think I like his music, <laughs> or I. I've liked his music. I don't think he makes music for me anymore. I think if he wanted to make music that I like, he could do it just like a lot of other artists, but it's more lucrative to make the stuff he's been making. And when I, and I, I do support a person when I see hip-hop in a state where you got 10 and 20 artists that sound exactly the same. No one has cracked the sound, right? I do support... You don't think Drake has cracked his own He sound? has not cracked the sound. Drake pulls from, and they all do, I know what you're going to say, but he he what Drake's recipe is is that he pulls from sounds that have not yet gotten an opportunity to get go to the forefront. He uses that I sound. Feel like you hating on him? I like Drake <laughs> for music from a musical perspective, but I can't be. He's a biter. That's a fact. But I'm saying it nicely. I'm I'm saying it nicer that he uses like Afrobeat, right? Right, Afrobeat. He uses that, right? And now there's artists that we would have never heard of on Afrobeat because people are searching the sound, right? But a lot of people say that's biting, right? And in some ways, I think Drake definitely meddles the line. So for me, I do support, right, moving the sound, right? I see 
when I go back and I do my little bit of study and I do do on hip hop, like Kanye said in the interview, what I appreciate about the artistry of hip hop is who moves the flagship of the song. And this is where we differ because the machine moves the flagship of the sound in it mainstream has nothing yeah, yeah mainstream it has nothing to do with the talent of the artist because if they chose to make uh <laughs> it's obviously nothing to do with talent. and head scratch uh the most popular rap artist they would come up I'm with talking some TikTok about for dance, what i like and they would put but <laughs> what i'm trying to tell you is my ears but what i'm saying is it's like it's like conditioning it's pavlov's dog if they yeah, present enough of it eventually it, it's gonna be a you know what I like that head scratching knee smack song right I mean there. look I, at how many I people love Travis Scott and try to get, get, kill each other um what I'm saying is is that I, I if the machine I buy, if the machine buys in usually and, and and this is where we don't have control and hence like I say it it's it's really has less to do with you even as much as I love Michael Jackson I'm smart enough now to know it was it was millions of people as talented as him. I mean, Mickey Free came up with the uh, what's that, the Moonwalk or whatever, or Mickey Free and them did. So like, I but it's the machine will give. They will shine a light on mm-hmm. the artists that they know that will be the easiest to exploit to pull the most from. And if you are not that type the of free artist, thinkers, the free thinkers are who are music connoisseurs. Like for me, what I, about I the, didn't wait, grow wait, wait, up, what's I didn't the, grow, wait, go I, back. Just say your your, your statement because it got cut. I think I think that that's unfair to people who go and select what they like musically. I think the free thinkers of music. I don't fall into that category. For me, the support of Kanye it branches from the fact that I couldn't grow up listening to hip hop. I had to sneak and listen to hip hop. So my friends would sneak me music. When I was snuck the college dropout, for me, it was like, oh my God, the sound is amazing. And then I found out this nigga wasn't the only nigga making that sound. He that because of that. I got introduced to all kind of But hip-hop. your statement is personal and Kari was talking about mainstream I'm, and your, per, your personal I'm, because is, I'm, is not the I'm mainstream. I'm giving my perspective though. That's the whole point of me having this mic. No, but, but, but Brittany, so the, the saying, con- but, but the point was about mainstream. It wasn't about any I'm, of our, per- it wasn't about any of our but personal. But I'm still making the point that that gets in, when we make that broad statement, that gets in the way of people's personal perspective of the music and what it's about. Music is but, subjective. You can but, like mainstream stream that's not what I'm saying I'm saying to you that it's not just that the system is moving the thought process of the person the free thinker of music and and this is where we differ too and and I'm a person I love this media stuff I got a marketing firm I I, podcast network I do think that conditioning has massaged what we think is good and what we think is not good definitely now now in the world of free thinking and that's an interesting term that that has become more popularized in the past six years Mm -hmm. but in the world of free thinking, we've still even been conditioning to think of what course. we think is free. Exactly. Because the whole concept, of like course. if if left in a vacuum, we have no idea what it would be. Right. Like I know, I know uh in that same zone, I remember I was one of the first people like, okay, I kind of like what Kanye is doing, but then I gotta really think about how Kanye was even presented and put in front of me. And Kanye was presented and put in front of me from a platform of the mainstream. Now, was yeah. he as mainstream as Jay-Z? No, not at the time. But he was associated with Jay Z, so it was like out. It was but let's like even adjacent, break that down. Because but it was adjacent. So is he talented? Yes. Man. But are there people just as talented? Yes. But is it is it still like the machine has to be able to get something off of you? But so wait, maybe the term exploitation may not be the right word, but in this game. 
people got to get something off of you we, to even put you in front of people. But we still have to break down stuff, right? No matter how you want to label the bigger picture, right? Let's okay. remember that Kanye was just a pure producer, right? He would be rapping in front of Dame and Jay. Yeah. Jay was not feeling Kanye at all, right? Yeah. This is why people where a lot of my rub comes with Kanye, right? Jay wasn't feeling Kanye at all, right? Yeah. He went to another label. He was supposed to get a deal. That deal fell through, right? Yeah. He came back and begged Dame to give him a deal, mm-hmm. give him a deal. Dame gave him the deal, right? Yeah. Kanye's first song was through the wire, right? Yeah. So the point that I'm making is, is let's remember that it wasn't just the machine being like, this is something different, so we're going we gonna to pull it up, right? Kyle, the, because of the sound of Through the Wire, was so, people heard the raw edition of Through the Wire first, where his mouth was still trapped. I remember. Right? I heard it, so too. People were so it. People were so, for some reason, drawn to the sound of how raw his mouth, his mouth being wired and then him talking, him having a song about his mouth being wired. And you can hear his mouth wired is what drew people in. Right. But the, the point, sound. But the point, Brittany, so we, is that can't you can't deny that. the mark. You can't deny you can't the strength that, of the marketing. Like and, and that's the thing that I would even, you yeah. know, beg people to think about is, you know, like any one of us. Right. Like I would say I'm, I'm one of the biggest Michael Jackson fans like that there ever is. Right. But I still can't. <laughs> but I still can't deny that he's also one of the biggest stars that ever existed and that there yeah. was a huge machine Behind to it. make sure yeah. that I loved Michael Jackson. Yes. And Michael Jackson came into my life. I think like the they got to Motown at 69. The, the um, Jackson 5 got to Motown 69. I was born in 72. So my entire life, I've been a part of all the Michael Jackson albums, you know, whether it was, you know, for me, it, it was what, Destiny... And then, you know, just all the way forward. Right. So for me, what the music industry did, what the machine did, what the marketing machine did was they caught me when I was a child. Mm -hmm. And then they then I was, you know, and I'm using myself. Right. As an example, then I was pulled through the machine. Right. At, through my childhood so that now I'm an actual fan. That's what the machine does. Yeah. It but, knows it knows exactly. There yeah. are scientists. So they but, have they have they have psycho. They have psychologists and mm-hmm. scientists that work at these labels of course. that 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 understand your psyche, that understand how to predict, you know, predictive behavior. Now, all this yeah. stuff is moving all to I'm AI. Is, all this stuff is moving to data. But yeah. what I'm saying is they, they, they completely spend all this money yeah. on marketing to make sure that you, Brittany, Agreed. believed that the yes. reason you found Kanye is because of your free thinking. No, 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 no. I when never, already had I you never said out. that. I already nev- had you figured I out. I never said that. What I'm more so saying is, is once YouTube right realizes that I like a particular sound or Amazon realizes that I'm searching through a couple different things and then the next thing I know, right, they suggest me some things and I they suggest me four things and I go, they funny. They see me searching this for this and I look at the four things and I am in search of something, right? I haven't even made a purchase yet, but they su- they suggest me four things, right? Yes, I understand that I have been my brain has been uh, imposed, right? They understand my patterns. But if I choose to make a decision, that does not mean that I am somehow in some way lost or making a bad purchase. Wait, Nobody wait, said that. I, that's so not what I'm I saying. never said that. But, but, but. but I, And I also never said that the whole reason why I listened, uh, I was made to believe that I was a free thinker because I listened to Kanye. I never said that. What I am saying is, is that I still have instinct. I still am have... You. 
I'm still am a human being. And I like, guess I guess this is where we differ. I guess this is where we differ. I'm clarifying. Like like let's let's put it like this. Especially in a younger age, at that age, and we fall in love with music. Like like what what Piper said. Like the arc of like your age, that teenage age. Like I would say, like middle school on up. So yeah, here go here go much. another one, New another edition. Gemini, <laughs> another Gemini that was uh, very erratic in his behavior in hip hop too. And Tupac Shakur, and I love Tupac, and a lot of people my age and up especially yeah. will tell you like, oh, Tupac's this, Tupac's that. But Tupac was very erratic. But what we're Agreed. saying is, being that they can put an artist in front of you that they know they can kind of have more controls has more erratic behavior like R. Kelly or Kanye West or Tupac Shakur, that means that they're going to be able to control the boundaries of that artist more so than an artist that is more independently thinking. And if they pick that artist that is more independently thinking, they're not going to be able to push the agenda of whatever they're looking to push. And when I say they, it could be a sound, it could be a look, it could be so many other things. So the whole concept, I'm not discrediting, and it does seem like that. He's still very talented but within the realm I still must remember the machine even though even the packaging of the machine yeah. so the we were, story we, they tell you of the machine yeah. when I heard of Justin Bieber I heard wow man it's just this white kid on YouTube and Usher just found him and he gave right. him a record deal so do exactly. I really think that's out of hell Justin Bieber got a record deal right. no but that shit sounds good to it say sounds like good. it's some white okay. kid in Canada that's singing a song and he's kind of like these other white right. kids and let's give him a song with Ludacris and right. let's have him look cute all what of I'm a telling sudden, you is but... all of this <laughs> goes into the whole idea so it's people so the way no you feel artists, about there's no artists that have been just groundbreaking and the machine had to back them because they were so groundbreaking no there's no, never been an artist. In, they can take something from you. There's no artist with all of them, even Prince. And I love Prince too. If the machine buys into what you're doing, That's they are said. getting 10 times fold. It's almost like you working at McDonald's. It'd be like a person saying like, hell yeah, man, McDonald's giving me this check and I'm making a hell of an opportunity. So are we saying and we like for Prince? every Every time you make a Big Mac, they are making four maybe maybe 2,000% profit off of that one Big Mac that you just packaged and gave to them for whatever the percentile of it. So what I'm trying to say is that is just how it works. And you want more artists that you can have more control over through that, whether that be drugs, whether that be sex, whether that be insecurities, whether that be uh, money, whether that be whatever. The last thing you need is the type of artist that's going to be like, nah, I'm cool with that. Hence, Prince, during the height, I think, of like possibly what would have been like the marketing of his career yeah. because he wanted out of his Warner Brothers deal. Yeah. Basically, it became like trying to find drugs to get some Prince music, I think, between like, what was that, like 1993 and probably 2003. Now, was he any less talented? Was he working with New Power Generation? I think in a lot of ways, that album, Diamonds and Pearls, was one of his better sounding albums. I just but think Warner Brothers said, it. guess what? No bet for him. We're cutting everything off. Every label, don't do music with them. Anybody want to do an interview with Prince? Don't do it. Arsenio, oh, you still going to interview Prince? Guess what, Arsenio? You no longer will have a television show because anybody that does anything with him is going to be ostracized. So when I say the machine has that hold on you, an artist, of course. that's what I'm talking about. Oh, we, we, like we're saying, we know that about like every artist. So, But all I'm, all I'm doing is saying that that when we discuss certain things, we have to discuss it in totality. Uh, machine yeah. or no machine, right? There have been some groundbreaking things through Michael Jackson, through Prince, through Kanye West, through uh, 
I can go on and on. Like even with the tribe called Quest. Through Drake. Even even through even through what's the uh what's the part? Little Baby, what's that the baby. R- but what's that R and B sound Takashi that was Six what's Man? that R and B sound that became real popular in the nineties? New Jack, New Jack, right? We're talking about moving the sound, right? All that being said, it's supported by the machine, but those were, those were very, very, very instrumental sounds, and those were talented people. George Clinton, right? That sound, but no one's doubting. People were talented with George Clinton. I got, I got something specifically with George Clinton. I got a specific story that he'll even tell you, and they'll even tell you. As far as in the world of hallucinogens and stuff like that, the place and spaces in in uh, like in the San Francisco Bay Area where that found LSD, they intentionally decided to use George Clinton and the Funkadelics to try out LSD on their music and their sound. I heard the story. Now, that is what we call intentional. Because yeah. if it was another type of artist, that would be like, what is you talking about, white man? I'm not about to do that. And then back to the Louis Armstrong. They knew Louis mm-hmm. Armstrong was going to be like, yo, let's get your big black guy. And I love Sashmo, but we're going to have you dancing and following okay, the, so the steps of Shirley Temple. If we're because gonna... guess what? If you want this record deal, you're going to have to li- listen to this little five-year-old white girl tell you what to do. Well, I'll and, say that if we're going to mix... For the trumpet players that was like, Psh, I ain't about to listen that happened no record if we're mixing influence or drugs (laughs) or whatever into music right or even just artistry right to just add on to your statement and to give again totality right Edgar Allan Poe right and who knows who was influencing Edgar Allan Poe but we all know that through Edgar Allan Poe's genre of writing right it was backed by use of drugs meth to be exact right so this to say someone gave George Clinton the drugs and then the sound was created okay sure right but all I'm saying is is, is that machine, drugs, or what, uh, psychology or what, I think that we're all in this room, right, have an ear for music, whether it be the machine or no machine. We like what we like. All four of us kind of separate, but kind of come, all five of us kind of separate, uh, come together, right, when it comes to our musical taste, right? There's a, sep- you, if we were to draw like a, a connection and disconnection to our musical taste, right, I think we'll find some interesting things, right? So when we talk about music when we're talking about music right we can talk about it from a a, a, a huge a, a lot of different ways right so when we're saying that the there's a machine right okay we can talk about it from that angle okay why do we recognize things we can talk about the psychology but if we're going to just talk about what our soul and spirit connects to right what we perceive as groundbreaking what we think is uh monumental right i think I think we still have some say so, and that's all I'm saying. Like, well, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. That note, I'm not that disagreeing note, with none been, of what y'all saying. But I would say on that's that note, I want to throw it to Deja so that's we could talk about the artist of the week. I think that's a good segue to get us to the artist of the week. Um, so my artist of the week, her name is Ego Ella May. Um, she is out of the UK. She is a singer and a songwriter. Um, most of her work talks about just independence as a woman um, and just battling, I guess you could say, quote unquote, the matrix, just seeing things for what they are in her world as a black woman and her frustrations with what she sees and experiences. But it's also kind of poetic in the way that she paints the pictures of her experiences. She is really good at talking about um, like, how her how what she's going through affects her relationships with the people around her like there is a song on her latest project called 
Speck of Dust, I believe. Let me go double check the name of the title. But the song is about um, worrying about things that are really small on a grand scale of what's important in life. And she's like, why am I tripping on this? And I'm just a speck of dust in the grand scheme of the all, the universe, the multiverse. How, how did you find her? Um, my cousin put me on to her back in like 2015. Um, but she's been making her way out into the scene of like independent singers and artists out of the UK lately. Lately, as in like as since I found out about her in like the past six years. But um, yeah, it's just really random. I think she was on a remix that my cousin played for me by a producer that she liked. And from there, I followed her career. She actually mm. just had a song um, from her latest project that she just dropped that was on an episode of um, Insecure's latest season on HBO. Mm. So she's getting more and more exposure. And it's good to see because I really respect her work. So her name is Ego LMA, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because like at the top of the show, Kari was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, she's got LMA. new music. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I didn't know. LMA. He was like, I could have swore LMA spelled her name with an I, but this is not <laughs> this is not the same girl. Which is ironic because they're both from England. Mm. Mm. So, so um, with this different feels and moods for their music too. That's funny. So, so with too. with this project, um, have you been able to like decide like which song is your favorite? Probably Yo Yo, the song that we previewed at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate her harmony. She also has um, a color show. If you guys ever go on YouTube and watch the color yeah, show. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's just where artists get a chance to sing in front of a microphone. And sometimes if they are um, uh, like musical artists, like instrumentalists, mm-hmm. people that play instruments. Can't think of, there's a word for that. Why is it leaving? Yeah, instrument musician. Musician, yeah, that's it. The instrumentalist is, you know, appropriate. Yeah, so they're um they're able to showcase their talents. They play keys, drums, whatever. Um, and she had a double feature with her color show. She had she was able to perform two songs, which you don't Mm, see a lot, right? So that was really cool. Back to back. Mm -hmm. I think the second performance was called an encore, Mm. but I was really happy for her because she deserves that platform. She doesn't write about regular topics. Mm. I like that. So, yeah. So we put the we put her link tree in the description below. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So that's so thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for letting me showcase her. Yeah. (laughs) And then. um. Kari, you mentioned, um, we'll have to put in the description below, but mm-hmm. before we go, can you um, tell folks again about uh, the donations? Okay. Uh, Give Tuesday, it will be the start of the Detroit is Different 501c3. And uh, definitely conversations like this. And we love you, Brittany. This was a great discussion. We didn't even get into Kyle Rittenhouse like I wanted to. But um but uh, it will be to support more of what we do with Detroit is Different. This 501c3 is specifically set up for the A Lot of Studio concert and podcast series that takes place in the summertime. Uh, there will be some Piper Carter podcasts, a part of the A Lot of Studio podcast series. And uh, we're looking forward to that. So the Give campaign will start on Tuesday, November 30th, like a lot of the Give Tuesdays. Uh, you got Black Friday, then you got what's that Cyber Monday, and then you got Give Tuesday. 
Mm-hmm. So give Tuesday, make sure a part of the foundations and 501c3s that you give to you're supporting Detroit is different. It'll be a cash app crowdfund campaign. I'm going to make sure that I get you what you're going to need so that you can uh, get back some uh, tax write-offs if you're looking for tax write-offs. But also, if you're looking to give uh, and be a part of the Detroit is different NFT, uh, give $250 or above more is welcome but 250 is definitely more than i would expect most people to give so <laughs> thank you thank you yeah and so um deja did you want to leave with with any words before you go i enjoyed the last week just relaxing and listening to my body so as we move into this winter season i want everyone else to do the same just listen to yourself mm. i love it what about you Brittany? um i will say that uh Always feel free to uh, feel or free freely think differently, but at the same time, don't don't if it's not productive, don't use it. Right. The whole point of conversation is to share different or similar thoughts. Right. For productivity, for learning, for understanding, never to a sense to see say that your opinion is different or better than better than. But it should always fit into the, the community or the conversation. And Jairi, you got anything? You didn't get to talk this whole episode. <laughs> All I got to say is make sure everyone stays safe, um, especially on the Internet, because um, a lot more things are getting automated. And uh, they'll be able to hack you just by just emailing you or even on your phone or on social media. So. Mm hmm. And uh, I guess does, does that leave me? Yeah. Or did you say something? You Kari. said yours, Brittany, right? Yeah. Or Kari, go ahead, Kari. Um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about the Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, I know we didn't. Uh, we mentioned it in it. It's uh, one an hour forty five. I didn't think we was gonna go that deep in the Kanye, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But this Kyle Rittenhouse trial is so revealing for most of us what we've already known of the white supremacy that still has such a strong stranglehold on this nation and what it's built on. Um, The behavior of the judge Mm -hmm. and personalizing it to him when I think it's way more macro. Like it's being that his behavior is greenlit to do things like this, being that the people that were murdered cannot even be called victims in the courtroom. And also being that like usually when things like this happen you see uh, the victim's family speak for it tells me that there's a lot more collusion going on because Mm -hmm. by presenting the families you make you personalize you you give faces to who the victims are and they don't feel so much like just quote unquote rioters and looters being that they can be called rioters and looters but they can't be called victims and they were murdered and they're saying that damn you can you can show up to something with the AR-15 wow he didn't even live in that town. He didn't even live in that town. He didn't live in that state. You cross the state lines and being that the mom is not going to jail as well or being 17 tried years for old and not even shouldn't even have a gun at his age and right. wasn't gun wasn't even registered to him. It was his mom's firearm. It was a family firearm. They went to quote the unquote family protect AR-15. property. Yeah, the family AR-15. Like this is this trial is is pushing such and suspending so much of the belief yeah and also in that realm as i listen i take in a lot of media you know mm-hmm. uh and it's so funny because like in this realm of like with everything going on with uh 
with uh with certain viruses out here you know i've welcomed listening to more uh more of the conservative conservative talk which i listen to a little bit but now i have to listen to a lot more because certain information is being filtered and mm. then some of the black conservative talk that's mm-hmm. labeled under hotep but it's still from a conservative slant and mm. just even hearing there hearing the argument of why this is self-defense is so frustrating. <laughs> Crazy. And I've Same. listened to a lot of it because I've listened to a lot of talk about why it's self-defense and the and the backgrounds of these people that were murdered, two of them murdered and one of them shot. And we don't even have a face. We don't have names. We don't have anything mm-hmm. to, to humanize. humanize who these people are. And they really On need purpose. to be hu- humanized. And these are white folks. It's a white guy. Yeah. It, it, I think they're using it as precedent. Yeah. Trying to say, oh, and, and I mean, yeah, tomorrow. but Lord knows if you take your AR 15 as a black guy, you know, Woo, to uh, you won't make to it a, to a MAGA <laughs> rally and say, Hey, I felt threatened the minute that I saw that red hat run up on me, you know, you won't make it to the rally. I mean, because you remember, um, Franklin Ajay used to tell that joke. I mean, he used to say, uh, that, uh, what would happen if he's like, you never see um, black people get a kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry, but he said, you never see them. Uh, he said, cause as soon as they, you know, like the, for the political, yeah. um, you know, kidnappers, he said, cause as soon as they would say, hello, I have a black. Hello. Hello. Yeah. That's the, I think that's the, that's actually the Chappelle joke uh, on uh, what special is that? Um, not killing them softly. The other one, but yeah. Yeah. But he I got mean, that from Franklin Ajay. Okay. Well, but yeah. Hey, so, I mean, but, true. But I mean, yeah, so it's like with the process of the trial, I, I think like that media machine that we're talking about is like you have to test it on the public first because the optics, right, is white on white crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because of the optics is more palatable, I guess, because mm. it would really be imagine if the victims were black. Mm. Right. Right. So right now, my belief is that they're just like testing the audience, like testing the waters to see, okay, (laughs) well, we got that one off. We got that one over. And once, you know, with law, it's it's all about precedent. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's setting a precedent at this point. So yeah, like I'm curious to see um, moving forward in terms of like, like how this will play out, how this, how will this impact um, law like moving forward or will it? I think I, it, it definitely will. And then also, I mean, it's, it's, it's also so tragic. It's running concurrent with this Omar Aubrey case. Oh too. man. Um, and, and when we think about the the pulse and the anger, uh, also with these, you know, January 6th, quote unquote, convictions and, <laughs> and responding to to America. But like this is, you know, I think I think, you know, people talk about this often, but there's a, a strong anger from a lot of white men that feel entitled to a quality of life that they feel they they deserve that the the romanticized ideal that their grandfathers or forefathers had before them and it's coming to life because it should be to be a 17 year old and see this and think to yourself yeah let me get in my pickup truck with my mama and go down there and shoot some people like that that just that's right. level a, right. a, a, a disconnect, disconnect. Like, when I saw what was happening with Kenosha it was like okay why don't I stay home and be cool not 
let me quote unquote protect some property for people that I don't I don't know whose business this is, who mm-hmm. owns this. They probably got insurance in the first damn place. I mean, what is going like what in the hell is why are you so eager to be training. so violent? Yeah, did you you mentioned the judge. Like, did you guys see the footage of the judge addressing the prosecutor? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. why that's why I'm saying I'm wondering like th- that like that footage along with the um setting uh you know the tone him setting the tone like that's what I'm saying I wonder like what impact this is going to have on law. It feels like it will have a have some impact for sure. Doesn't it feel like that pipe? It it, does. it it feels like it. I mean, I would hope that people would see it and become outraged and be like, "Okay, this process is not how we should be doing quote unquote justice right like that was that's my higher hope um but i what i feel like what we're seeing is like the opposite but this is also where i I expect um i expect as you talk about the liberal machine i would expect that's me me joking by the way that's what i'm looking for i would expect uncle joe uh our our illustrious black uh prosecutor kamala and say something specifically to this because by saying something to this in high school (laughs) yeah exactly but by saying something specifically to this it will help it will it will it will it, the it's process. like when when, when yeah. Barack Obama said, "Yo, Trayvon looks like would have been my son." Yeah. And that became such a yeah. polarizing moment. Right. Yeah. But something needs to be really said something because needs this to be is said. grossly. It's a it's a gross miscarriage it's a slap of justice. In the face. It's it's a gross miscarriage of justice. And like you said, they're using the fact that right the optics of these were. This this wasn't a race issue. This this was mm-hmm. this was but it was they, a race, but issue. It was a race yeah. issue because they were white people who were supporting a black issue. Yeah. Right. So that's just so killing all the nigger lovers. Basically, you know, like that's pretty much what it is. And like, hey, you know, be careful uh, what side. You know, the message is like, be careful what side you're on because you can lose your life. Right. But for me, like the largest issue is like how, like the reason I'm just harping so much on like how this is going to impact. You know, I mean. Precedent not that our legal system is so fair just. and just in this moment, <laughs> right. but just how much more it will crumble, how much more it will um, go towards a more, you know, totalitarian, you know, a law and order type of, you know, like uh, us versus them, you know, like just being just being able to uh, tell just like that act in and of itself, the judge telling um you know, setting those standards that, okay, you, you know, you can't call them victims. Like you, you know, just, uh, it's and even it's hard like, to like get the, the thoughts hell, out. How the it's, hell do you get murdered? It, or how the hell do you, okay. Cause they're not, I guess you're on trial for murder. How the hell are you shot somewhere and you're not a victim? If I'm shot, yeah, yeah. I'm a victim. Especially if you're murdered. Especially if you're murdered. Which is, uh, man. What does that say about life? Like, what does that say about the value of a life? So it basically says, like, if you um, try to protect black folks or, you know, fill in the blank, this was going to happen to you. Yeah, basically. And then, you know, what's tough is the challenging is, is that it's always it's, it's always optics and angle. 
for when you discuss this openly with people who don't agree with the way we see things, right? It's, you know, there were people who were so worried about their stores. There were so many, you don't know what was going on. But that's not the point. This was so scary. But but do you see what I'm saying? Like, no, the point, the point in that argument is that's a, that's a mute point. The point in the argument is people were murdered. So you cross a line. Like that that's the way the system is. You've crossed the line. You don't take I mean, so called if you talk to these same people, these are the same law and order people that are pro police. That's it's just untrue. so if, if you believe in the be a policeman. Right. If you believe in the police so freaking much, right? And you're not a police yet. You're not following the law. Right. Right. According to your according to your law and order standards, you're not even following your own standards. Mm -hmm. So you're outside of the the system that you claim Mm -hmm. to uphold. So you come out here like a vigilante outlaw and you think that that's the way that things are supposed to go. Right. And not only that, but you're backed by the judge who is who is on television. Okay, like that's the other thing. It's not like it's some backwoods courtroom, you know, hidden somewhere where nobody can see. You're you're like the main story every single day on national Mm -hmm. television. Television. That's how brazen you are Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you have the, you know, right or you have, you know, the audacity, as they say, yeah. to do to, like this is you know yeah. how things should go. And honestly, I'm a I'm a I'm like it's it's beyond appalled. Like I need to see I need to see people challenging this. Like but, I just but, gonna but ask you about that. But furthermore, about that in that same zone, and this is what makes us so angry uh, as we look at white supremacy play out like this. It's that you see this, and then you see other people say, "Well, you can't do nothing because he's a judge." It's like, damn, are you all crazy? That. I don't care. Because oh my god! Clearly, because he's that's not the way our system so dis- works. Dismissive over what the law is. Yeah, you can and, throw and, a judge and, and in jail. In. You it, could you could tell the judge that he's out of order. Yeah. Like, there's all types of things that you can do as a as a you know. Uh, <laughs> Anyone that wants to challenge this case, there's so many things that could be done, you know, um, especially, you know, on the court of appeals. Like there are so many avenues that could be taken to bring up the the, the miscarriage of justice yes. and the misconduct of yeah. the judge. And very, very eerily similar to, to Governor Snyder. Is oh, what man. Happened in Flint. Uh, eerily, no, I, I mean, mean, right now, yeah. I mean, we're talking about Benton Harbor and Governor Whit- uh, Whitmer. Yeah. But uh, also eerily similar to George W. Bush and that. Yep. Whole campaign yep. uh, of what happened Katrina. with Iraq. Oh, yep. So, Iraq, like, yep. And, and I mean, you know, so like, it, I mean, the list and, is long, and, and it just, <laughs> yeah, it just keeps going on. Robert Facano and Wayne County in that half-built jail across the street from NFL Stadium. Oh my gosh. Like these things, where it's like, well, we care. Our hands are tied. Nobody can go to jail, and it's like, what do you mean nobody can go to okay. jail? What do you mean our hands are tied? This is bullshit. Yeah. So should local people look into the policies and laws around self-defense in that state like where do we start where do where should people start like self is it self is it self-defense policies or where sh- is there another area of when we start looking at you know how to uh fight and how to look at things that are in place is that a good area to start i mean are you talking about this case yes and, and no i mean this case you have to start with this case specifically well, you have to go after the like you have to go after the judge first that's what you're saying you have to you have to okay. uh show that the judge did not act in accordance to the process so that the 
that that he disrupted. You have to show that the the the, the judge disrupted a fair and due uh, due process. Understood, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, that's where you start, okay. right? With this case specifically. I love it. Now, when you're talking about like all the other <laughs> all the other so you know other things yeah. then yeah i mean like you know here in detroit you know um our social justice community is so tiny when you're talking about environmental justice it's even tinier um even like you know amongst ourselves we don't even all agree to where we could come up with a unified you know way that we even want to deal with you know how to do things you know we talk about that all the time like oh black people just unite you know it's 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 about okay there are so many things that are going on there are so many fights um there's so many people that that have active cases you know um against all these (laughs) supreme courts you know if you were to just google you know like current cases against you know um lawmakers or judges or attorneys like you you would i'm sure you wouldn't be surprised but i mean it's pretty commonplace um the miscarriage of justice and what happens is people do feel overwhelmed or people feel frightened you know because um you know it might be too much or you or you may have been threatened but you know this is pretty you know people just deal with stuff because it's um it's difficult to, you know, manage your life and then, you know, go after, you know, like the justice system. You know what I mean? But there's plenty of cases that are active, like right now. I mean, against the same the same type, right, like of behavior. You know, if you look just in the city of Detroit alone, how many active cases people have against you. police officers, yeah. against you know, judges, yeah. just That's why the it's crazy. Paying out so much money for police brutality. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I heard there's yeah, so many lawsuits, lot. and they yeah, I heard a lot. It's about crazy. That. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a it was a big argument. I mean, in, in local news, police commissioners board the other day. Oh yeah, uh, it was a huge argument of of how to go for with some actions mm. uh, with new members being on the commi- commission soon too. Okay. Oh, we need to do a show on the new commission too. I think we should too because okay. we well, we kind of we kind of focused Talk on city 50. council a lot last week. Mm-hmm. So I think we should get into policies, too. There are a lot of policies in play mm-hmm. in this oh, last election. Yeah. So. yeah, we should talk about that. But, yeah, so we've gone on and on. Um, just want to thank everybody for sticking with us and watching. Share, like, subscribe. You know, Piper Carter Podcast. on um, Right now it's Piper Carter for the People channel. But I'm going <laughs> to change the name to Piper Carter Podcast. We're on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Also on all your streaming platforms. So, uh, just let your friends know this is the place to have great conversation and and, and share. Um, we also really appreciate, you know, the donations that Kari spoke of earlier, like supporting the NFTs, the mm. campaign. Um, and remember, you go to uh, DetroitIsDifferent.net and you can check out other great podcasts that are on the Detroit is Different Network. And of course, you can go to our social media, oh, yeah. Piper Carter Podcast. Wait, and shout out always First Class Media. I don't know. You know who that is? I don't. Hey, whoever you was, you stayed in there rocking with us the whole time. We, we yeah, shout out to always earlier. first class media. Yeah, <laughs> next time we'll do better on the chat. You, we, yeah, we got to do better on our chat. But we, yeah. was, we was getting fired up above that Kanye. Fired it was like, up. Um, it was like it was like Ali Frazier in here. I know. <laughs> but all you know, free thought. 
We're all free thinkers. <laughs> we're all free thinkers up here, so it's going to get heated. But, um, yeah, so, you know, just appreciate y'all and keep listening. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience.